Hello and welcome to the Fabulous by Design podcast. I'm your host, Evie. I am excited you are listening today. This show inspires and empowers you to take the next step towards a life you can't stop thinking about. I am bringing in people from all over the world with authentic and inspiring stories. People who change their lives from good to better, from miserable to great, turned strategy into hope and became successful entrepreneurs and business owners, living their dream life on their own terms. Grab your favorite note-taking device, lean back and get inspired. I believe that everything you need to create the life of your dreams is already within you. Welcome, Lucy. Lucy is an author and holistic guide, and I am excited to share this conversation today with her. Hi, Lucy. Would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners? Hi. Yes, I'm so excited to be here. So, yeah, as mentioned, my name is Lucy, and I am an author. I wrote my first book recently came out called Daily Alignment, and it's a compilation of tools to help balance your body and mind and spirit. And then I'm also a holistic guide. So I see clients one-on-one and promote energy wellness physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Thank you for sharing. I would love to know, let's just, you know, let's speak about your book, Lucy. How or what inspired you to write that book and how how did you proceed? How did you go about it? Yeah, so I never actually set out to write a book. I was just going through a really painful period in my life and I was waking up every day just feeling awful. And throughout the day, I would find ways to feel better. I would hear a new tip from a friend or read about a new tool in a book or learn a coping skill from a therapist. And I'd be doing okay by the end of the day. But the next day, I'd wake up feeling awful again. And I decided to circumvent this by writing everything that I learned down on a piece of paper. And I put that piece of paper right by my bed. And the moment I would wake up in the morning, I would grab that paper and read from these tools and tips that served me and replace all my automatic negative thoughts with those things that that did work for me. And eventually that page became pages on pages and I self-bound it into a book for myself. And some friends and family noticed I was doing better mentally and emotionally. And they asked what spawned that. And I shared with them about this book. And I was encouraged to publish it. And here we are. <laughs> That's incredible. What all sounds so easy uh, was probably not a, you know, not a path without obstacles. But 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 before we go into that, you mentioned uh, that you felt awful. Would you like to take take us a little bit deeper and elaborate on those feelings? What you mean by yeah. saying it's awful? I just, I would wake up and my thoughts were just so negative. They were so, I was living in depression, which is really thinking about the past. And I was living in anxiety, which is thinking about the future. And I was just overwhelmed. I was stressed. I had panic attacks. I had PTSD. I just felt icky. Physically, I didn't feel well. Mentally, my thoughts were just so, they were just those thoughts that hurt. Emotionally, I wasn't giving myself self-love. I was being hard on myself and hard on others and critical of my life. And, And spiritually, I didn't, I was mad at the powers that be and I was disconnected. So out of all in all of those ways, I was really out of alignment. Mm-hmm. 
So would you like to elaborate a little bit on that? In all the feelings you just mentioned, how did you find the courage and the strength to, first of all, make a decision to write a book? I know people are carrying stories within them that are so valuable. A lot of people do. And let's say 90% of those people know and uh, they have that feeling inside and that, oh my God, I could write a book. I could do that, but. And then, mm. you know, it comes uh, with all our, you know, lies. We are telling ourselves that we can't, that we are not authors. We are not, we are not, we are not. And you were in a in a dark space, in a difficult phase of your life. However, you found that courage. Would you like to tell us how that went? Yeah, so I appreciate those words. I really, I think part of what helped me was that it was so organic that it just came out. And so I just, it was like this momentum in and of itself that I, I from the beginning, was just taking those notes and whatnot. But when I'd self-bound it into a book for myself and then I decided to publish it, At that point, I had felt the power of of my book really because I had been reading it every day and it had been uplifting me. It was how I was staying sane. It was how I was thriving. It was how I was doing better. And so it became such an important part of me and it, it really is my essence. And my I've always had a huge calling and desire to uplift others. So all of a sudden, I saw that this was my chance to really be able to reach people everywhere and spread this, give them the tools so that they can be their own guide in well-being and, and they can create their own positive habits to feel good. Mm-hmm. That's really inspiring. And I think that what you just said, that you wanted to help as many people as possible and to reach out with them through your book, you are doing that right now. I think that's why I invited you right here to share your story. But um, let me take you a little bit further back than your book. How did your entrepreneurial journey start? Yeah, so I have always been interested in the mind. I studied in psychology in t at University of Texas in college. And after that, I, I, I ventured out and I got in the pet space with my first venture in entrepreneurialism. I had a microchip company for pets, so the technology of finding them when they're lost and returning them back home. And I feel like I always had that entrepreneur vibe in me. That was my first way that it came out. That I mean, it was very organic as well. I I had met someone who was running their own animal adoption. They asked me to run it with them, and I did. And we recognized the need for a better microchipping system when we were out there adopting animals. And so very long with a short, that was what was created. And it was it was really beautiful. So that was I did that for about nine years. And then I've been doing my other ventures for about four years. Wow. And you said everything comes to you very naturally. Um, <laughs> is there, you know, it, it, I think if somebody carries the gift within that they can create something, it is something very natural. And this is also that quiet voice within us that we hear all the time, right? That it says, you can, you should do that. Because I always say, 
this idea was planted in your head for a reason. It just, you know, you just don't wake up one day out of boredom and be like, oh, I'm going to run a company because it's fun. It's not like that, right? So there is a reason why we, you know, feel the way we feel about these things. The, the reason why we get creative or overly excited, you know, when we think of our business ideas. And what lots of people don't want to see is that it's actually a very natural part it's not something out of space or you know something weird to do although you know society sometimes says ah, that's you know it's difficult it's dangerous you might fail you will not make enough money whatever it is but you sit here and say it, it came so natural it was just me have you ever had doubts oh yeah oh yeah and i and i say things came naturally but don't get me wrong, there are a lot of challenges. I just mean... I would love to hear those. It was like, yeah, it was... the. I would just say it was almost like... So there's a quote I love that says, necessity is the mother of all invention. So when I say natural, I mean, they, these were like needs that were occurring in my life that by me fulfilling them, I was able to create a venturship out of that. Like with the pets, I had a love for pets. And I wanted to help them. And I did that through adoptions. And then through the adopting, saw the issues in the microchipping systems and then decided to solve that. And my book, as I mentioned, that was I was needing the I was needing tools to feel better. And so I, you know, I really created them and then I was able to share them. So it's it's it it's natural in that it followed the path my life was going. The challenges, though, and the doubts are definite. Have definitely been there. I mean, there are times when I don't. I mean, it can be very overwhelming. I would say mm -hmm. to be an entrepreneurialism because one way I've heard it described is it's like you're your own island, and that is a beautiful thing and means that you have your own private island and you can do what you want on it. It also means that yourself sustaining and responsible for the care of the houses on the island and watching out for the weather and what are the animals doing and what's the food source and so yeah there's just a combination of taking in a lot of aspects of things for sure mm -hmm. yeah I think overwhelm is definitely one emotion or one feeling we experience when we even start thinking about it right you start like oh my god I'm gonna do this and oh, yeah. the brain starts spinning <laughs> usually much quicker than we can even you know ourselves get you know to to get to a hook and be like okay stop here I'm gonna think further on that and uh, this is what we then, yeah, we experience overwhelm because the world suddenly starts moving so much quicker and we barely can cope with that. And I always encourage people to, you know, give their brain a short break and be like, okay, I'm going to now take away those emotions and see it just, you know, super practically, put it down on paper and add the emotion later to it because otherwise it just becomes, you know, such a big mess of overwhelm once our brain is spinning and do you have a advice for us like if somebody you know is just in that position of wanting to write a book as you did or wanting to start a business making a idea a reality and experiences this overwhelm is there something you could advise us or them to be like you know it's okay to be like that 
<laughs> yes, it is okay and it is normal and it is natural. And you can just keep going forward and keep keep moving and things can continually change and shift as you walk along your path. So just keep going. I would say a couple really great things that have helped me on my journey. One was learning that I have multiple bodies within me. So I have a physical body. I have a mental body. I have an emotional body and I have a spiritual body Mm -hmm. and learning to become aware of those different bodies and then tend to and nurture each one can help you so much as you stay in alignment and from alignment is where the best ideas come from and the most stability comes from and the most balance comes from. So checking in with where you are and where you want to be physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and then just being open and available to the resources that you need to get to the place that you want to come your way. So much about entrepreneurshipism is being open and just turning constantly to new directions, to new possibilities, being open, being exploratory, being experimental. I like to view each day as like a chemistry experiment where I just look out on my day and I say, I wonder what will happen. Mm -hmm. And as a, as a learning opportunity, like we're in this school of life. And so what will I learn from school today? And just seeing it kind of that way. A couple of really easy techniques. I'll share my three favorite tips from the book that I use to ground and center before I make any big decisions. So there are a couple of great ways to tap into your parasympathetic nervous system. This is that restful state where you feel calm and relaxed and stable. And basically, it's it's easy to tap into through breathing So intentional deep breathing is so beneficial. It helps your brain, your heart, your digestive system, your immune system. The science goes on and on, releases toxins from your body. And another thing it does is taps you into that parasympathetic nervous system. So my favorite breathing technique is called box breathing. It's Mm -hmm. breathing in for a count of four, holding for a count of four, breathing out for a count of four, and holding for a count of four. And it's actually box breathing has been shown to neutralize your electromagnetic field. So it's really powerful breath. And then another really easy thing to do is to just check in with your senses. So checking in with our senses, our somatic experience grounds us in our body, which removes our mind's attention and our brain's attention from our thought and puts it in our body. It helps ground us in the present moment where clarity exists, where awareness exists, where alignment exists. So you can just play a game and label anything in your environment that you can see, that you can taste, that you can smell, that you can touch, or that you can hear. Hearing is actually our fastest sense. Evolutionarily, Mm -hmm. that helped our ancestors be readily alerted of approaching danger. And now we can use it as knowledge to tap into the quickest sense that gets us out of our minds. So my favorite thing to do when I wake up is label the things I can hear in my environment. Maybe it's the hum of an AC unit or the whirl of a fan or birds chirping outside or my dogs. (laughs) And so it's just a neat way to tap into that grounded place. And then the last one I like to do, kind of like my one, two, three, I do these techniques when I wake up and all throughout the day. The third one is focusing on positive aspects. 
So that's in your environment, labeling anything that you find positive. So this can be a beautiful color of paint on the wall or an interesting piece of furniture in a room or a wonderful temperature in the room or maybe a smile or it's it's just it's kind of like gratitude but it's different because you're not reaching for anything overarching to be grateful for like oh my life because sometimes your brain will come in and create resistance of why you know why that isn't something to be grateful for it's literally just looking around your environment and your experience and labeling what is positive and that momentum attracts other positive energies into your experience and into what it is you're thinking about or working on. So I love those, those one, two, three to do anytime throughout your day to realign yourself. I got it. That, that's amazing. Firstly, I want to mention that as you were going to the, you know, to the senses, I started wiggling my toes and, you know, feeling my hands. You might have seen <laughs> I was moving around so this is indeed something very powerful and um i think i'm doing it not often enough and mm -hmm. i love this reminder from your side right now and i would say those tools you just mentioned are also like they're very powerful and not difficult to implement in our days so we don't need nothing in order to do these exercises except for maybe a minute of time that you can hopefully everybody can find throughout the day right and I always have the impression in our you know fast moving world or whatever we are doing or wherever we want to improve that we are looking for you know a some it almost seems like looking for a magic pill something really you know, that hasn't been existing yet, that's going to save us, right? But we have so easy tools at hand or easy in terms of easy to, you know, to, to execute. Why, in your experience, you think, why are people struggling to get it started in first place? Although I'm sure lots of people know that these tools exist. And once people find out they exist, it's still won't do it. What is your experience with that, Lucy? Yeah, it's a great question. I found it's a lot about building habits. So mm -hmm. I think for me, I would forget to do these things. And I just gently and without self-judgment and just with being my own cheerleader saying, great job that you did do it this time. I just had compassion for my learning curve. Maybe I did that technique once a day when I started or I'd miss a day or maybe it was once a week. And then it became more daily and then it became multiple times a day. And now it's become a habit so that it's more automatic. But it's totally normal to build a habit in that way. It's like going to the gym and training your muscles. You don't expect them to be fully trained the first day you work out. So just viewing it as a learning curve and being proud of yourself for every time you do show up at the gym, every time that you do incorporate these techniques. And one thing that I like to say um, for anyone who is starting in the field of well-being or that anything sounds a little overwhelming to begin with, there's kind of like a step before the step that I like to take. And that is just nurturing your relationship with whatever the thing is that you want to bring into your life. So if you're wanting more well-being in your life, just saying the mantra, I have a positive relationship with well-being. So basically that is cutting out so that 
it can seem overwhelming to be like, okay, I want to be healthier and then have these immediate, all these steps to take and all these things to change. So this is, there's no first step. It's just time in an inward journey, just cultivating your relationship with well-being or whatever it is. I have a positive relationship with abundance. I have a positive relationship with evolution. I have a positive relationship with this moment. Anything that you're wanting to bring in, you can start with just a baby step of nurturing that relationship. Mm -hmm. Do you mean like um, starting to create awareness that there is something bothering and um, setting the intention that you want to change it? Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's definitely part of it. Yeah. It's just cultivating It's just cultivating however it resonates with you that you can have a positive relationship with this thing that you're wanting to change. Change doesn't have to be your first step. Nurturing a positive relationship with the thing that you want to change can be your first step. Mm -hmm. I think this breaks it down pretty much. You mentioned before it's all about building or um, building habits. It's all about habits. Is there um, a habit that has really, really helped you on your entrepreneurial journey, a habit that served you well while, while you were writing your book? Yeah, definitely. One of my favorite habits I like to incorporate every day, if I can, is the concept of living just for today. So it's starting out, beginning fresh every day and focusing on whatever I want to accomplish or receive or give or experience in those 24 hours only. It's letting go of what happened yesterday and letting go of what will happen tomorrow and centering myself and grounding myself in this day only and what's possible here. And in hand in hand with that is beginning each day or any moment as a blank page, which is basically beginning fresh and new, letting go of past programs, letting go of past stories, letting go of old identity, letting go of any past thoughts or past feelings, and just beginning again as if you're born again every morning and or every moment. You can do it with every thought. You can just start fresh. You can choose to just release the past and step into your future. And that has served me a lot on my journey. Thank you for sharing. I loved you said to be in those 24 hours and just focus on what's possible here. And I think this also goes with a lot of, you know, letting go of control and letting go of everything that seems to be important, you know, all these tasks that scream for attention, although they are not, right? So it's a lot of you know, having not to control outcomes potentially and also realizing that a day of 24 hours, it's just a day of 24 hours and not trying to constantly, you know, exceed in, mm. you know, I mean, I, I agree there are days where we sometimes work more. Maybe there is like also, you know, a momentum, a flow, which I personally don't like interrupting. Even I know I'm sitting already 10 hours. I'm like, no, it's going good. I'm feeling good about myself. There are other days are like, you know, whoa, I just, you know, I'm happy to serve my clients this day. And I think this is going to be it because it's just not more is not available at that moment. Yeah. And I think it's for many people as well, 
that you need to relearn that because if you come from a corporate job, right, everything is pretty much uh, packed into eight hours and also guided by the contract, right? There are rules set out, there are tasks set out and learning to balance that. I can imagine that this was, you know, a great guide alongside your journey. Thank you for sharing. You said it beautifully. Yes. And what advice would you give to someone that, you know, has a brilliant idea, you know, potentially already for many years, just not daring to make that jump and make the first step, take the first action towards that big vision? Oh, I love that. I mean, I would say that, I mean, go for it. Because the crazy thing is we are all entrepreneurs. We are all creators. We are all beings that create every day, even if it's just in our routines that we've created or meals we're created or the the, the route we're driving. I mean, there everything we're doing is a creation. This is a creation, what you and I are doing. So it's just about being confident and, and secure in yourself as a creator because that's what you naturally are. Being an entrepreneur and running with the ideal that's bubbling up inside of you is the most natural thing that you can do. You come from creation and you have creation flowing through you. So just let that creation shine into the world. Be brave because you got it. Yeah, love that. Thank you for your encouragement. And I would love to round up our conversation with the last question, Lucy. What do people misunderstand the most about you? What a great question. I would say for me, it's interesting because I know I'm, I'm bubbly and I'm sweet and I'm positive. I think that it can be new for people to hear or understand or see me in times when I go through a lot of darkness. I experience mm-hmm. really darkness, depression, anxiety, suicidal ideation. So I think that there is power in honoring both sides of yourself, the shadow side and the light side, and just nurturing both of those. And I'm I'm happy to be able to say that I do that now and I'm okay with people seeing both sides. Oh, thank you for sharing. And let us know, please, where we can find your book and how can we reach out to you, Lucy? Yeah, so my book, Daily Alignment, is on Amazon. You can just search for Daily Alignment by Lucy Bird Hope, and it's B-Y-R-D, so bird with a Y. And then my uh, website where you can contact me and get all sorts of other fun resources is lucybirdhope.com. Again, that's bird with a Y. And then my Instagram and Facebook are also Lucy Bird Hope. So make it easy. Thank you. you. I will put those notes uh, below in the show notes so people can uh, reach out easily to you with one click and have a look at the resources and get inspired. And with that said, Lucy, thank you so much for being vulnerable with us. I appreciate your story, your time. Thank you for sharing. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure. I really appreciate being here. 
Hey, do you want to create fantastic reels with unique captions quickly? This script has saved me time and brought back the fun of creating reels. The writing, transcript editing and recording program automatically detects errors, ums and speech gaps and much more. I became an affiliate of this script because it eliminates the sucky part of reel and video editing and adds much value to my work as a coach and creator. You can try this script for free by clicking the link in the show notes and reach out to me if you need help with your first edit.